human beings of the world, it's time to enter the spoilerverse through our secret portal at the exclusive Arctic Club in beautiful downtown Seattle with John and Kenrick. Welcome to Spoiler Country. Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on scpod.net. But if you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcatcher, find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us, leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at spoilercountry at gmail.com. United Armies of the Spoilerverse, welcome back to Spoiler Country. I'm Ken Agree, and that is Mr. Horsley. And today on the show, well, it's our little virtual con. Yeah, it's our, our Emerald City Comic Con 2020 Creator Promo Part 2. Part 2. Yep. Part 2. We ended up getting a lot of people, and our, our original plan was to do one long episode, but I added it up. It would have been about a four-hour episode. Yeah, so we were breaking it up into four-hour-long segments. Yep. And the first one came out as of our recording today, yep. which is Thursday, March 12th. So if you have not listened to it, get on to your favorite podcatcher, maybe iTunes, maybe Podcast Addict, whatever it is. And listen to that episode, and you'll hear about a bunch of people that have stuff to sell. Yeah. And, you know, check out their art. Check out what what everything is. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, or go to scpod.net, our website, and you can hear it all there with links to everybody's. That's the way to do Everybody's it. website. And today we've got five more people for you. They're going to be about five per episode, right? Today's got, yesterday was five. Today is five. Five awesome creators that are going to tell you about what they have. We, each one of them kind of talks a little bit about being affected by this whole coronavirus thing going around. Not COVID-19. Yeah, COVID-19. Not, not, not them having it, but how the cancellations in this crazy world we live in is affecting them, which is kind of a cool insight into the creators. So we've got that on, on here with them. And we've, each one of them talks about you know what they have to, to, to promote. And we have links in the show notes to all of their websites and all of their all their Twitters for you. There you guys go. Well, let's just get into it. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm not sick, so that's a plus. I'm doing good. Doing good. That's good. Hey, in, in this day and age. I'm sad they can't the con. Yeah, yeah. This is the first of what I'm afraid is going to be many this summer. Oh, they canceled so much stuff already. I was, I was at baseball practice with my son tonight, and uh, while I was there, they canceled the NBA season. They canceled all sporting events in Washington yeah. State. They canceled all flights to Europe, and, all this, and Tom Hanks has coronavirus apparently now, which is crazy. Yep. It's just nuts. But that's why we're doing this today. We're talking to creators on the show like you who are going to go to ECCC and now can't because it's not happening and nobody can go anywhere because the plague is upon us. Um, and we're doing this to kind we're, of... We're all under house arrest. We are, essentially. I mean, I, I'm not going to work. and work from home, which is kind of nice, but I kind of wish I could go outside, you know? I mean, I can go outside, but I can't, like, go do things. So my first question for you and for my listeners out there for about you is uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about who you are? Well, I'm Michael Tanner. Uh, I am a writer and podcaster uh, based in Los Angeles. I co-write Junior Braves of the Apocalypse for Oni Press. And I was really excited because I thought I'd be able to talk about a new project that's launching soon, but I don't have the go-ahead to talk about it yet. But I have a very exciting series coming out pretty soon. Which um, it'll be pretty obvious which what I'm talking about when it's announced. So, so when it's announced, you're going to come back on and talk about it, right? I absolutely, I hundred percent want to come on um, because it's it's going to be a big deal. Yeah. Like, I'm very excited to be working on it, and it's it's a pretty fun project. Exciting! I can't wait to hear what it is. Oh yeah, secrets. Which kind of leads me to my next question. The next question I have is: What are some projects that you're working on or have worked on that people, that people can go out and buy? You said the one, which is Junior Rays of the Apocalypse. Is there anything else out there that you've worked on in the past people can go pick up from you? Yeah, uh, the easiest, obviously, is Junior Braves because you can order it. Like you have a, your local shop, your local bookstore, order it. I also did a self-published book um, back in 2018 called uh, 
Codename Strike Team. No, sorry. Strike <laughs> Team Codename Diamond Force, which is my homage to like uh, late 70s, early 80s action exploitation movies. Yep. And I also am working on, I guess I'll promote it now because uh, we're going to do a Kickstarter for it this summer. Um, uh, my, my high school comics, comic book buddy, Damon Abdallah had this, uh, character that he created, uh, when he was a teenager during the height of the extreme image nineties, uh, which is really, it's totally extreme. We're taking that character called the mutant warrior. He's a cyborg from the future who has a chainsaw for one arm and a giant snake for his other arm. Uh, so we're doing, it. We're, we're doing a, it's it's looks amazing because he is a he's a unique artist. Uh, he also does all, everything's hand lettered, hand inked. Um, Where I was gonna have a, essentially an ash can version at Emerald City to show people, but obviously since Emerald City isn't happening, uh, I'm going to probably put it up on my website so people can get some teasers, and then we're gonna launch at Kickstarter for it this summer to do it as like, you know, it's it's a it's gonna look a little zine style, uh, but we want to do like. You know, something a little bit nicer than just something we photocopied at Kinko's, which is what it is right right now. So look for the Mutant Warrior. There's something to say about a photocopied book. Yeah, it's it's because it's pretty easy. It's like that's that, that kind of gritty like DIY style comics, which on on one hand, it's kind of sad to kind of like miss that now. But on yeah. the other hand, people can literally like do professional grade comics from it's it's open to anybody now you can you can you can go to a small printer you can print it yourself on high quality you know paper and and on a high quality printer that you can buy consumer grade um so comics is open to everybody now which is great yeah that's that is super cool so my next question for you and i'm i I tell you that when you do that on kickstarter though you have to you have to come back on the show and talk about it on one of our Signal Boost episodes because we had you on for your for your whatever, 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 Diamond Force one. and Strike uh, Team, codename Diamond Force. Strike Team, codename. You know, I have the hardest time saying that thing, so just Diamond Force to me. But I have the, hard, I have the <laughs> hardest time remembering which, which order it goes in. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, I, will, I, I will go on any podcast that will have me. No offense to you because you do a great podcast. I mean, so I will definitely come on to yours. But I also, if you have a shitty podcast out there, listeners, I'll come on your shitty podcast. You know, I happen to have a shitty podcast too, as well as this one. So you're a man of, of many podcasts. Yeah, I, I had to have both spectrums, a decent one, a good one, and a shitty one. I had to do it all. I couldn't just do one. That's good. It's, it's a good, it's a wide spectrum. Yeah, you know, yeah. you want to cover, cover it all. That's right. That's right. So, but when you do that Kickstarter, come back on, let's talk about that one. Promote it again. I, I just sound, I mean, a chainsaw hand and a snake hand just sounds epically ridiculous. And I want to, I want to read that. Oh, also he, what he has a, like a, a jet booster for one foot and a giant Looney Tune style magnet for his other foot. <laughs> I'm afraid to ask what his head looks like unless it's just a normal head. He, well, he, it's a cyborg. He has a mohawk of spikes. Of course. I mean, and he's, got a, he's got an eye patch over one eye <laughs> and like a, like a, like a dead shot style targeting, uh, a, like little eyepiece on his other eye. He's a cyborg. <laughs> he shouldn't necessarily need to have an eye patch, but yet he has an eye patch because the nineties, that's why. So how does he walk around? <laughs> Sorry. Very carefully. Okay. Okay. He's a, uh, the the fun thing in the book is it's we're, we're kind of doing we like to describe it is it's uh image comics from the 90s meets uh the wrestler with uh Mickey Rourke. Oh my god. It's I a guy wait. who like he was an iconic extreme superhero in the 90s and now today he is like it, like the the first issue is essentially you see him at his like heyday and then you see him modern day going on a bad blind date at an Applebee's. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's awesome. I am excited for it's that It's pretty one. great. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm very proud of it. After your something, something diamond force um, <laughs> and how ridiculously awesome that was, I can only imagine how this is going to be ridiculous and awesome as well. So I'm excited for that. Uh, which, you know, you answered my next question, which is upcoming projects. You already, so this happens to be a lot on these, on these. I have these questions laid out. People just answer them before I can get to them, which is nice. Right. Makes, cause, cause we're all like, like creators are all anxious. They want yeah. to talk about their stuff and they're like, Oh, if I don't get a chance to now, no one will ever listen to me again. Right. <laughs> but I listen to everybody. I have a big, I have lots of ears, but you know, well, I have two ears, but they listen a lot. So my next question after that is really not applicable to you. Cause you don't, you don't do 
artwork. So you can't no, you don't sell prints or commissions that I assume unless I'm wrong. Uh, well, I do when a, you, when a show is not going great and I have a lot of downtime, I discovered a good way to make bar money was to put up a little sign that says bad sketches, $1, less bad sketches, $2. I'll tell you, <laughs> I will make a Denver pop culture con in 2019, I made easily 30 bucks over three days. That's doing awesome. Like one, $1 sketches. Like, cause, <laughs> cause the fun thing is people think it's a bit, yeah. they think like, Oh, I must actually be like very good. And I'm just kind of doing it as a joke, but no, I'm bad. And <laughs> so people will like, I will draw, I will put effort into it, but my skills just aren't there. So I will draw, like I will take 10 minutes on a sketch and hand it to him. And the person will look so disappointed, but it's only a dollar. But so. then also it's only a dollar. Get over yourself. Well, that's next time I see you at a show, I'm going to, I'm going to want a $1 sketch from you just so you know. So be oh, pre- absolutely. Be prepared. Be prepared. I, I've done some, I've, I've done some that I think were really good. And I, and I've done some where the people have been very happy with it. Yeah. I did one, one in Denver. I did, um, one girl was cosplaying as Tippi Hedren from Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Right, right. Um, and she was like, oh, will you draw me? I was like, yes, I will draw you. She paid the $2 for a less bad sketch, which oh. meant I took a little bit more time with it. And I finished it and I thought I was pretty good. And I gave it to her and she really liked it. But her mom, who was paying the $2, was all like, <laughs> really? That's it? It's $2. I was like, yeah, you paid $2, lady. Move on. <laughs> God, that reminds me of one time. Buy I did, a comic book. Right. I did a sketch for a guy at uh, that uh, Jet City comic show one time, right? And it was like, a, he asked me to draw. He had a, he had a book, and he, all he was doing was having people draw cat girls, right? And I was oh, like, he said, draw any yeah. cat girl you want. I'm like, anything I want? He's like, yeah, draw any kind of cat girl you want. And I was like, all right. So I drew, uh, oh, what's her name? The from the t- uh, is it Tigress, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I just drew that and he was like, that's not what I wanted. He wanted like a, an anime cat girl. And I'm like, you said to any cat girl, she's a cat and a girl. But you know, he paid like, like the, I fulfilled the yeah. contract. I asked him any specifics. He said no specifics. So I gave him Tigress and he was like, that's not what I wanted. And I'm like, well, I mean, you paid for it and you get what you asked for. So, and I, I was, I was rather proud of it. It looked pretty good, but it was, and oh, yeah. going into it, I, I honestly kind of knew that wasn't what, what he wanted, but I didn't really want to draw some sexy cat girl. Cause I'm not about that. <laughs> Yeah. So I did what I it's wanted like, to if do. It's that, if that's not your style, like, yeah. what are you, what are you going to do? Yeah. I had a guy ask, like, so specifically, he was like, I want you to draw, like, a spaceship with me waving in the window and there's zombies coming at my spaceship. And I was like, that's, that's a lot to ask for $2. That's very <laughs> specific. I and I thought, I thought I did a pretty good job. You should, you should start taking pictures of all those and do an Instagram of, of, cheap writer sketches I, pu- I put them up on my uh i think i put them on my facebook page oh nice um, nice i think sometimes i maybe even put them on the junior braves instagram page because i don't Ooh. have my own instagram page because i'm an old man you are an old um, man i am i'm old man what are you like 56 old. 70 you're now i don't know i i just i just turned 78 yeah yeah i mean i can yeah. tell by the, the amount of gray hair you I'm have hygienically so. frozen for yeah. some of for some of it but yeah. Boy, but I mean, for seventy-eight, you're, 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 you're pretty spry for seventy-eight, man. Yeah, I've only got like one one bad hip instead yeah, of two. Exactly, you're doing good. So you're doing good. Just don't just don't get sick because you know the coronavirus right now is is not good for old people. It's coming for you, man. Yeah. It's coming for yeah. all of us. Yeah, or not? I don't or know. Not, I don't know. I think I think honestly, most people are going to be fine. It's just the elderly that are going to have problems, which sucks, you know, because my great grandma's my grandma's yeah. you know, eighty years old and. It, that's where it's hitting people, which is it's just terrible. But I think for the most part, people are gonna they're gonna get it, they're gonna recover, and it's gonna be fine. Yeah, I hope I'm right. I, please don't prove me wrong on that one. <laughs> it's like a year from now when um like aliens are listening to this podcast because they yeah. come to Earth and and are studying our media. They're like, wow, that guy got it wrong. Yeah. he fucked up Way wrong. big time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Michael, thank you so much for coming on, talking about your wares and what you do, and and it's always fun to talk with you. I have a good time every time you're on. It's great to be on. Can I plug my website? No. Oh. That, I'm sorry. BobMichaelTanner.com. Ah, fuck. Damn it. No, I mean, pl- plug away. Plug All right. Away. So if you, because we're, because the great thing about this is we're supporting people who weren't able to like come to Emerald City and, and, and sell stuff directly. Uh, you can, I do have a, a store on my website, which is BuyMichaelTanner.com, like B-Y, like buy as in written by, BuyMichaelTanner.com. You can get uh, Junior Braves. You can get Strike Team Coding Diamond Force. Uh, you can get, um, oh, some anthology books that I've been in and 
if you give me a couple days, I might have the Mutant Warrior ash cans up there if anyone Ooh. is curious. Nice, nice. That, that was going to be my last question, by the way, is where can people find you online and stuff like that. But again, you're anxious. You answer it before I get to it. So good. <laughs> I'm quick. <laughs> Well, Michael, thanks for coming on. I'll have to have you come back on to shoot the shit and talk about stuff and getting back on to talk about that other book again in full in, in a larger format. Yep. I'm hoping I'm hoping we can announce it next month. So that'll be great. Awesome. Thanks, man. Sweet. Thank you, sir. Hi, Bob. How you doing tonight? I'm just fabulous. Thank you so much. How are you? I am doing good. Doing good. I'm not I'm not sick. I'm in Seattle, so I'm doing good. You know, uh, people around me are freaking out. Oh, hey, yeah. Congratulations. You've, you've so far been dodging all of the virus bullets as they've been flying by you. Right. I, I have witnessed, you know, if I, as I go to the store and everybody's buying all the toilet paper because they are apparently going to craft themselves five times a day, but it's all gone everywhere. Yeah, apparently, apparently they said it's a respiratory disease, but my my local Ralph's really leads me to believe it's a pooping disease primarily. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's like all the toilet paper is gone. All the bottled water is gone. Like we have faucets and most people have a fridge with a, with a filter in it. So why are we buying water, bottled water everywhere? Whatever. It's fun. Um, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. Fun is a nice word to describe. <laughs> right. So for everybody listening out there, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Uh, my name is Bob. Uh, I am a comic book illustrator. You may have seen me on such titles as uh, currently Red Sonia and Captain America and uh, a little tiny, tiny bit of Uncanny X-Men, uh, Miss Marvel, uh, Lone Ranger. Uh, it goes on and on and on and on. Bob, uh, James Bond. Green Hornet. Yeah, I, I I could list these things for days. <laughs> I mean, we got time. Go ahead. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. So I'm actually looking at some of your art right now. Do you? Question for you. Do you do the art and the coloring together? Uh, if I'm if I have the time to, yes. Uh, to, uh, currently, I'm in uh, I'm in super crunch mode because I, I'm actually I'm drawing two books at the same time right now. I do not have time to currently color them, but if you give me the opportunity, I will take it. Nice. I'm looking at your uh, on your Twitter, the Red Sonia piece. That's freaking beautiful. Oh, thank you. That's nice. So you, you answered my second question. I've, I've, I'm having this hard. I wrote, I write questions out. I never write questions out for interviews, right? I did for this because I wanted to keep it tight, right? And I found that literally everyone <laughs> I've talked to. And then I immediately to, blew, yeah. I torpedoed your whole plan. Yeah. Everyone's, the, everyone's <laughs> I asked the first question and they answered the second question in the first question. I mean, I talked to Michael Tanner a half an hour ago and he did the same thing to me. And I'm like, come on, guys. It's fine, though. It's fine. <laughs> but my third question for you, because since you already asked my second one, which is what projects are you working on, is do you have any upcoming projects that you can talk about? Uh, I don't at the moment, uh, just because there's a bunch of things up in the air after this. But uh, hopefully I'll be able to have some cool stuff to talk about uh, probably mid to late April. Nice. It's always fun. So yeah. if people wanted to buy stuff from you. Can they do that? And if they can, where? Uh, they can on occasion when my store is up. Uh, so the, the, the thing that I found out uh, by by drawing these smelly comic books is that uh, they take up a lot of your time. And then you go to cons <laughs> and then you sell a bunch of things to people. And then you have to update your website to make sure that you don't sell the same thing twice. And I'm super bad about doing that. So <laughs> I do have a, I do have a store at bobqdraws.storeenvy.com. It's currently down because... I'm drawing two books at the moment and I haven't had time to uh, curate the sold selections <laughs> from it. So um, it'll be up eventually. But you know what? Don't There are other people that got hurt a lot more by the uh, Emerald City cancellation. You should definitely throw their, your money at them first and then me second if you really like something. Well, I mean, if you're drawing two books, what are you doing here talking to me? You have work to do. I do have work to do. I'm looking at the page I haven't finished right in front of me. Perfect. <laughs> oh, Multitasking. I like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any conventions that hopefully don't get canceled you're going to be at later this year? Well, um, I'm supposed to be at WonderCon, but uh, the, the L.A. Orange County area does seem to be experiencing its own outbreak, which uh, may stop that considering they just shut down the NBA for the year. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then hopefully uh, Rose City, uh, if the entire Northwest is not destroyed uh, by, by this incoming menace. Yeah. Rose City, I love Rose City. I'll be, I'll be there this year, too, for Rose City. Oh, right. Yeah. Rose City is wonderful. I love it. Oh, Rose City. I sh Rose City this year should be where I debate. Debate. God, I can't talk. Debut <laughs> the the book that I have that is finally, finally going to printer. So it'll be, I should be there at, at the table, hopefully. Oh, you're going to have a book. Yeah. yeah I, I put out a, I put no, out a book can, last can year. Can you talk about your upcoming project? 
I could. I could. It's. I mean, I've talked about it on my show many, many times. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But okay. if you want to hear about it, I'll tell you about it. It's fine. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm here. I have nowhere else to be. <laughs> well, so I, I I wrote a book called the Ions Anthology. Um, it's a collective work of me and about twenty some other people. Uh, I mm-hmm. created the universe. I created the world and the characters, and it's basically a supernatural horror story that involves one family over a thousand years, and it's short stories of members of that family throughout that time frame that weave together to tell one bigger story. And there's four books mm-hmm. in total. And the first book, uh, I kickstarted it last year. And I just got it finished and went to printer. Um, it's going to the printer in like a week, and then I should have it back in about two months. Congratulations! That's great. Yeah, it's, I'm it's, gonna flip this interview on its head. So, what inspired this story? <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, when I was a child, I always liked drawing <laughs> monsters. I found the joy of monsters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I like it. I like it. No, it, it was. I've always. I mean, I've always. Done, I've done. I did web comics for 13 years, and I always drew like dick and fart joke comics as a kid. And then I decided one day I wanted to draw horror comics. Oh yeah, yeah. me too. Me too. That, that's how I got started, man. We're, yeah, yeah. We're all on the same same delightful boat. I mean, I used to, I used to I used to uh, describe my webcomic as basically a Kevin Smith movie on paper. So yeah, mine mine were furry animals pooping on each other. That's how I used to describe it. Nice, nice. <laughs> I had one webcomic <laughs> called Free Animal Magic, which was basically just talking animals that did really gross things. So, mm-hmm. and it was it was super popular for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I never I never got any traction. It was mine was also not particularly well written. I'd always like throw it together the the night before it was supposed to go up and just go like oh. Yeah, how this goes. <laughs> I, w- I was a victim of that too. I did a lot of my stuff was quickly done because I was like, "Oh, it, it's due tomorrow." Shit, I did got to do it now. I mean, you know, yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I went indie comics. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, these stupid deadlines keep getting in the way of my fart jokes. Right, right. You just got to add more fart jokes. Just more. Yeah, just all more fart, fart jokes. jokes per panel. Right, <laughs> should be four <laughs> per panel minimum on every page. Yeah. Otherwise you're just, you, what, what are you, what are you bringing to the web comic community? Nothing. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's, what's the point? What's the point, man? Four farts per panel. <laughs> That's going to be the theme of this whole episode is four farts per panel. I will ask the next person if they do four farts per panel and see what they say. I'm into it. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, <laughs> Bob, it's been so great talking to you. I feel like if I don't end this now, I'll be talking to you all night, which I'm, I'm okay with doing, but not for this episode specifically. Oh, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you've you've got many, many people to to, to speak to. That's a, that's a big floor full of comic creators that we're not able to enjoy uh, the Emerald City Comic Con this year. So, yeah, uh, thank you very much for your time. Though it's been a delight talking to you. Yeah, thanks for coming. I appreciate that. Anytime. So, my first question for you is: uh, Why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about yourself? Um, all right. Hi, uh, my name is Finney. Uh, I'm a uh, game artist and actually currently freelancing and i make lots of illustrations and i like to convey emotions and color i see i was looking at your uh, your website with some of your artwork it's it's amazing oh thank you so much what uh, do you are you uh, i'm assuming you do it uh, digitally yeah i'm a i do 99 percent of my work in photoshop oh dang nice nice it's uh it's really good i like it a lot <laughs> Thank you. So, what are some projects that you're we're going to be talking about or having at Emerald City Comic Con that you obviously can't have it because the show is not happening? <laughs> yeah, um, I was hoping to bring some of my um, my previous Zine projects and um, prints over to Emerald City. Um, I don't have any big ongoing projects right now that I can bring since I am in school. Hmm. Um, I'm doing a bit of a career change. Um, but I do love to work on fan themes and the one two that I was bringing to Emerald City Comic Con were the Poke Cafe and the Hyrule Taste of the Wild cookbooks that I worked on with a bunch of friends in the past two years. That sounds awesome. Do you have anything, um, you said you're, you're, taking, you're going to school. Do you mind if I ask what you're going to school for? Oh yeah. I'm uh, learning uh, user experience interface design. Oh, UX uh, design? For the tech field, yeah. Nice. I work with our in my in my day job. I work with a bunch of UX designers uh, for the company I work for. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So I'm I'm very familiar with with what that what that job does. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of problem solving. A lot of problem solving. A lot of quick thinking too. <laughs> Absolutely, and I feel like um, as an artist, I like being an artist because you're um, a visual communicator, mm-hmm. and then um, doing the UX role, you're like both being a visual communicator and also being a visual problem solver. Um, those kind of things, um, even with Jane Sauer and stuff like that in illustrations, I love being able to convey something that I have in my mind visually that then can connect to um, someone in my audience. Right, right. And then having that, that, like you said, that visual storytelling element helps will help with one the UX design and just 
with the, the eye you have, it looks like from what you, what I've seen here, it's a, it'll definitely be a plus for whatever projects you work on there. Um, so I know you're switching careers here, but do you have any upcoming projects that you're working on that you can talk about or that you've, you've signed on for? Um, well, I think something that I have ongoing is that I am one of the um, illustrators for FanimeCon, which is an anime convention in uh, San Jose. So oh. I've been working on a promotional material for that. Fingers crossed it doesn't get canceled because of COVID-19. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, yeah, so uh, that's some of the ongoing projects that I have right now. Hmm, fun. Are you, um, is there a place online that people can go and check out your work and maybe purchase some of your stuff from you? Yeah. So my website is just my name, finnychang.com. Um, and I am also on Etsy. My Etsy username is also finnychang. Um, I use the same handle everywhere. So it should be pretty easy to find me on Easy to Google then. It's the same, if it's the same everywhere. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, are you are you planning on assuming things don't get canceled because of the way things are going this year? Are, are there more cons this year that you're planning to go to? Yeah, the plan was to attend um, FanimeCon in San Jose since I staff there, um, Anime Expo, which is in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and ideally returning to TwitchCon um, for in San Diego. That's in October, late September ish time frame. So that one might be safe. <laughs> that one may be safe. Um, and if I could swing it, I'd love to go to New York Comic Con this year. I've New York's on my list of ones I want, I've always wanted to go to just because it's on the, as, I mean, I'm in Seattle, so it's the other side of the country for me. So I always want to head over there and do that one. Yeah, it's nice. It's, it becomes kind of like a week long trip. And you see a little bit of the city too. You might as well since you're there. Exactly. I, last, last time I was in New York was 2006, and I was just freshly with my girlfriend then who current wife now we just didn't have any money or ideas of what we're doing and we were just you know walking around new york going i don't know what we're doing here <laughs> but it, it was fun it was fun so do, have you ever gone up to um up to SakuraCon in seattle yeah i uh did uh SakuraCon a bunch of times in the past i actually did one of their mascots one year oh nice um, but uh, since the artist alley is a lottery system, it's a little bit more difficult for me yeah. to be able to go reliably. But when I can go, I do go. I live in Seattle. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I'm, I'm I've been a, an anime fan for God since like 2001, right? In, high, in college, mm-hmm. and I've never been to Sakuracon. I've just never <laughs> for some wow. reason I've just never gone to it because it's mostly because whenever it's happening, like the time, the week it happens, I'm usually always either not in town or busy with something else. Um, right. So it's Easter weekend. Yeah. And like now my son, I have a 14 year old son who's, he won't say he's into anime, but his favorite show is full metal alchemist. And he watches anime all the time. <laughs> he's like, no dad, it's not anime. They're just good cartoons. I'm like, it's, a, it's the same thing, dude. It's the same thing. It's <laughs> right. fine. <laughs> right. But so he's like, he didn't know, he didn't know that I used to watch anime. I used to watch Trigun and Cowboy Bebop and those who hunt yeah. elves and all those and neon Genesis and stuff. But, um, so I'm like, I want to take him to it, but every time it comes up, the last like two years, it's been on a weekend we're not, literally not in town. And I'm like, this is bad timing for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we go, um, we, we go to San Diego and we go to Emerald City. So, well, not this year, but, you know, most years. <laughs> uh-huh. I think the interesting thing is that, like, anime has definitely invaded into the popular culture space a lot more in the recent years. Oh, yeah. And it's a lot easier to find that kind of content now at pop culture events. It, it's cool because like I remember when I was getting into anime, it was like, oh, you watch anime, you're weird, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. And now it's like, oh no, everybody watches some form of anime because it's just part of the it's part of what everybody watches these days, which is cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So if if anybody wanted to like contact you to do like a commission or something, do you do commissions online or take commissions for anything? I'm actually going to be doing a set of um, very small commissions later this week. Mm. Um, I do like little portraits, so they're just square square images that people can use as like discord profile pictures or like um on twitter and whatnot um those will be going up either later today or tomorrow so i can't shout out right this second but it will be posted <laughs> on my social media um i'll be announced on twitter first nice um, i don't typically do commissions but i'm always um open for people with any inquiries um you can just send me emails and a dm um my email consistently is finnychang.gmail.com. Anyone <laughs> wants to reach out, <laughs> very easy to get a hold of me. The, there's a theme there. <laughs> nice, nice. So if anybody's interested in those in those quick commissions you're going to do, just uh, go to Twitter or or, or uh, there's a link down below. I'll have a link to your website there for people to click on for you. So that's cool. Anything else you want to say to anybody out there that's listening right now? Um, I just want to say that like the online community has been so great. Like. Um, kind of like banding together and giving people like myself, like 
independent creators the platform and the voice that we kind of need right now to be able to get our get our stuff out there and get our eyes on our work. And I'm so grateful. And um, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on and, and giving me a few minutes of your time to talk about your stuff. I appreciate that. You too. Thanks for your time. Hello, John. Hello, Ron. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Oh, uh, you know, surviving best I can up here in Seattle. <laughs> Quarantine to house, not not going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I was just texting with my uh, son and his girlfriend. They live about an hour north of Seattle. Oh, okay. And uh, he uh, is fortunate enough that he can work from home sometimes, but other times he has to drive down into Seattle area. And he said, boy, the traffic is a lot lighter these days. I'm kind of liking this. So. <laughs> yeah, there's no traffic. Uh, even yeah, even here in Portland, um, I, we still have some traffic, but it's it's definitely noticeably lighter than uh, than usual. And uh, and of course, Portland doesn't have near the um, the whatever you want to call it, the, the intensity of the experience. Yet. Yeah. But people here are, you know, a lot of people here are being more cautious. Um, so oh, yeah. anyway, it's just it's just nuts. But um, hopefully, you can, yeah keep a low profile and keep washing your hands and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. and, and hopefully they can weather, we can weather the storm and, and get through it as quickly as possible, I guess. You know? I think we'll all be fine. I mean, my wife and I get to work from home, so we're, we're fine now. So we're not, we don't have to go to Seattle, which is good. That's great. Yeah. Even if, even if you look at all the people who are dying from it, it's usually people who are, you know, old and sick, you know, it's not, yes. Yeah. It's not yeah. people who are healthy or people who are, you know, adult age, you know, they're older people. So it's, which still sucks, but it's not as bad as – I mean, the number of deaths is because, you know, it was at a nursing home. <laughs> and it's unfortunate. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I understand. Yeah, most most of the deaths in Seattle are from nursing home stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, we just <laughs> we just have to – I mean, the I guess the thing that I think a lot of people are concerned about is that the um, – the uh, the younger people or whatever that are that are they're relatively healthy may not have a bad case. It's just how how they can spread it by moving around as much. So that's why yeah. they're trying to keep all the. That's why the convention was postponed and all that sort of stuff. So. Which I was so glad they did that. <laughs> Do you know? I have to say, um, I was very. Um, I got to say, I was very impressed with yeah. with how Seattle. Uh, I mean, how um, Reed Pop handled that whole. The, the whole situation. I, I think it was an incredibly complicated thing with lots mm-hmm. of factors, and some people really wanted the show to go on. I mean, yep. there are some creators who um, depend on that convention, as I understand, anyway, yeah. for a large part of their, I guess, even their annual income. They did, and um, so you know, they, they, you know, a lot of people were really upset about it. Or maybe not upset, but they they were really hoping it go on. And, and I think that Emerald City waited an appropriate amount of time until it was really clear that yeah. that it had to had to be postponed. So hats off to them. And I know that even before they'd canceled it officially, they had, they had reached out to uh, creators and say, anybody who has decided not to attend the show, attend the show, they were, they were offering, um, they were offering, you know, refunds on our, on the tables that we bought yeah. and stuff. And I, frankly, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, yeah. I, I thought, well, you know, I, I, uh, that's just uh, I'm going to have to eat this cost, and right. uh, the fact that they, I, I, I felt that was a very, um, a very handsome gesture yeah. on their part, and 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 I think I think that they probably earned some real loyalty from, well, certainly from me, but I think yeah. a lot of creators were impressed by that because, you know, since it was taken over by Reed Pop, it wasn't wasn't quite as personal as when our buddy Jim Dimonakis was doing it. Yep. <laughs> um, and, and, and so there's that, there's that, well, you know, it's, you know, it's lost a little bit of whatever, but, uh, I, they, they, they some good will at least from me. And I think a lot of people that way. So, Oh, I think for, so too. For a, yeah. For an awful situation, there've been at least a couple of decent things that have come out of it, I guess. Is the way I yeah. It. Yeah. I mean, they offered free funds to all the, all the attendees too. And then they went ahead and canceled mm-hmm. it and they, they changed it to where instead of the attendees having to do something to get their money back, they're just going to automatically refund everybody, which is a huge thing. And I, we were watching, yeah, I, I was watching and talking with Kenrick and um, our team here. And I was like, you know, I, I bet you they cancel it. I bet you what, I bet you what they're doing is they're, they're, they're going to offer refunds to everybody and they're going to wait and t- until it hits a threshold to where they can recoup some of their costs with insurance, then they're going to postpone it, right? They have to do it to where they don't, they don't lose everything, but they can lose something out of it. And then they 
waited. It was seven days before I think they pulled the plug, and I was like, "Well, they did. The, it's, mm-hmm. it's the right thing to do." So I was I was happy with it. Yeah, they handled it. They handled it well, and uh, I hadn't realized that thing that you were saying a threshold for for getting insurance stuff. I didn't. I don't know that world very well, but uh, that sounds very. Very, that's, I think that's good analysis on your part. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what they did, and I fully, I, I fully understand why. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I yeah. get why they would do it that way, and it makes sense to me. I'm just glad that they did it before, like you know, the day before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think they waited just about as long as they could, um, uh, and uh, you know, it, it was it was sort of a last minute for some people. But if they'd done it any earlier than that, it would have been problematic. And they couldn't yeah. have done it any later. So exactly, yep. um, like I say, for for something, it had to be a lot of a lot of very tough, you know, fine calls to have to make. I was I was impressed. <laughs> I was I was too. So Ron, I got a couple of questions for you for this short little short little interview today for us at Spoiler Country trying to help out creators to get their name out there. Well, your name's right. I mean, get, get spread out the hate. ECC was canceled, but here's some people to check out. So I got, sure. I got five ish questions for you that I'm going to ask. First one is one that I know the answer to, but people listening, might not tell me a little bit about yourself. Oh, uh, well, um, I've been a comic book creator for decades now. I started work back in the, it's hard, it's hard to cast <laughs> my mind back this far, but, uh, back in the hazy days of the early 1980s, uh, I had graduated from the Kubert school. Uh, and Joe Kubert was, you know, a, a legendary comics maker yep. and a huge um, hero to me, a, a comic making hero to me. I got to go to his school, work directly with Joe, uh, learned a lot about making comics from him and the passion for storytelling from Joe. Worked at DC a lot, some at Marvel. Um, when Dark Horse started up, I, uh, I, I happened to be here uh, in Portland when that company was starting up. And that's how I got hooked up with them, created my own science fiction series tracker with with dark horse and uh so it hit the ground running and i've been running ever since yep <laughs> speaking of speaking of trekker uh you got a new book coming out soon for trekker yeah yeah um, <laughs> we just i just wrapped up recently the, the the kickstarter campaign for um for a hardcover of trekker uh trekker's been around a long time now i've uh, worked on it sort of off and on for a bunch of years and now it's it's sort of like my my full-time gig using kickstarters to fund new books but um this hardcover is going back and collecting all of the earlier trekker stories that i originally did through dark horse all those books are currently out of print now which drives a creator like me kind of nuts yeah so um i thought i thought the way to bring it back in sort of a cool classy and elegant and sort of comprehensive form was this big hardcover where i've taken all those earlier stories a lot of which were in black and white some had been in color but a lot were in black and white i've colored them all now so this hardcover will be all like one unified consistent presentation format and uh That's very exciting. excited to get that done yeah we're scrambling right now uh to get all the the files yeah it's like it's over 500 pages it's a, big a book. huge book man <laughs> i'm excited of, to get it and I, I and yeah i mean i've been have to make a lot of decisions about i'm, I'm still fine-tuning some of the coloring that i'd done and mm figuring how to lay out the pages of extra content and all that stuff. It, it, a lot goes into making a book this big. Oh, we're yeah. getting those files ready, um, uh, arranging for the, the printing and stuff like that. The book should be out in August. That's awesome. Hey, I might be in time for the ECC Summer Con. <laughs> I guess it might be. I haven't heard if they have they officially uh, announced uh, when they're going to reschedule it for. Not, as of right now, no. They have not said a date. They just said summer sometime. So it'll, actually pro- it'll probably right. be in July or August, I'm, I'm assuming. I, I would assume so too, and that would be great. I, I, I mean, obviously, it's uh, at Emerald City this year. The as originally scheduled, I was I was going to have one new Trekker book out uh, called Battlefields, which the the, the latest of mm-hmm. the new Trekker stories, which, and uh, which is great. Also, thank you. I, I did that on Kickstarter too, and uh, got to because we hit some great stretch goals. I got to add some pretty cool, you know, bells and whistles to the to the trade paperback as well, like a, a wraparound dust jacket. That was pretty cool. And anyway, so I was looking forward to, to de- debuting that at Emerald city, um, this coming weekend, <laughs> but, uh, instead I will be debuting it uh, later this summer, I guess. And maybe, uh, if, if, uh, depending on when it's scheduled and how soon the books get printed and arrive, maybe I can have the hardcover for that show as well. Yeah, hopefully I'm excited for the hardcover. Yeah. I was, as I, as we said last several times you've been on, I've been, I've been waiting for this one to go back and read all the old ones that I can't find anywhere. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, exactly. I, um, uh, it was, it was, you know, working with dark horse is great. And, uh, and I have nothing but good things to say about my experience. I wouldn't have been able to create Trekker in the first place 
yeah, without Dark Horse. Yeah. But you know, they're 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 running their company and doing what they need to do. Um, and, and no hard feelings there, but uh, to to serve the series, I wanted to get all those stories back into print. Yeah. And uh, it just made sense to do it in this format. And thank goodness for Kickstarter because that's that's what's allowed me to do it. Thank goodness for Kickstarter and all those awesome backers. I oh, yes. <laughs> yes. All the people out there who, who love Trekker as much as I do want to see more and more come out. So speaking of Trekker yeah. and not Kickstarter, though, but where if somebody listening wants to go and, and, and you know buy these books from you, where can they go? Um, well, right now, since I'm not writing a Kickstarter right now, they can go to my Etsy shop. Uh, it's Etsy. Uh, just Ron Randall Art uh, uh, is my – well, if you're on Etsy, just look for Ron Randall Art, and it should take you right to my store. Um, there are three trade paperbacks of, of Trekker stories that are available now. And once the hardcover is printed, I will offer that on the Etsy store as well. That is, that is awesome. Yeah. Everybody can definitely go check that out. I'll have a link in the show notes and on Twitter for this, uh, to get to Ron's stuff. Cause I highly recommend, um, reading Trekker cause it's, it's, it's one of my favorite things to read. Thanks a lot, man. Well, Ron, thanks for coming on. Thanks for spending some time with me to talk about your stuff. And, uh, hopefully at the ECC summer con, I'll, I'll be able to see you again and say hi. That's great. I'm looking, I, I love conventions. I love getting to, to, you know, meet and talk with the fans and stuff. And I'll look forward to seeing you uh, later this summer. <laughs> awesome. Hey, are you going to be at Rose City? Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, I mean, it's my, it's it's my back. backyard. I can't, <laughs> cannot do Rose City. I've done, I, that's when I've done it. Emerald City, I didn't get to the very first year of Emerald City, but I've been to every single one since. Mm-hmm. And Rose City, I've, I've been at all of them. So I'll definitely be there. Nice. And by then, that's like what September, October. Yeah, so the yeah. new book will definitely be out then. So yeah, there's a good chance I'll be there with my book at Rose City. Oh, great! Yeah, my book. I should have my book back oh, to the printer by then. Well, fantastic. I mean, I mean, if you haven't had the experience yet, there it's it's an amazing it's an amazing rush to yeah. be able to, um, uh, I don't know, say talk somebody into, but but convince somebody or whatever you want to call it that to to check out a book that is all your own creation. You know, all the, yeah. all the tracker books that I did through dark horse, it was great to be able to hold the printed book in my hand, you know, but, but the Kickstarter right. book is different because every single decision. It's all you. That, <laughs> that's it's all you. What kind of, what the cover's like, what the paper stock is, how, even how thick the book and how many pages you get at. That's all my own decisions and holding that in my hand. is just, it's a whole, it's electrifying. And then yeah. to be able to talk some, some fan into picking it up, Woo-hoo, that's the yeah. so um, <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to you being able to have that experience yourself. It'll be, it'll oh, be I am pretty too. amazing for you. I'm hoping that, I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm planning on booking a table here pretty soon for it. And my books, I should have my book back from the printer and it should be here by like June. So I should have it plenty of time. Yeah. You might even have it for Emerald city. Too. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I you know there, there've been a couple of, you know, it, it's horrible that it had to be canceled and postponed. It's a terrible inconvenience for a lot of people, fans and attendees, but there are a couple of silver linings. And since we can't do anything about the bad stuff that's happening, we might as well at least try to recognize there've been a couple of good things that come out of it too. Opportunities for more people to debut brand new projects and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be pretty cool. And I'm, I'm glad that it had worked out the way it did. So, all right, Ron, thanks yeah. for talking to me. I, yeah. Yeah. I really appreciate you. Um, doing this stuff and giving the support to a lot of, you know, I mean, a lot of, a lot of people who were looking forward to Emerald city for lots of reasons. It's great that you guys are doing this and, yeah. uh, and I'm sure we'll be catching up soon. Hey Travis, how you doing today? Good, good. I'm not dying. Good. That's good. That's a, a plus for the current time frame. The reason why we're doing this whole episode is because of uh, not people dying, but because of, you know, people getting sick. So I know who you are. People who have listened to the show before have heard your name and heard, heard you talk on the show before, but for those new listeners, why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Travis Webb. I am a story consultant, not a ghostwriter. Ghostwriter. Who may have written some stuff for other people, but is not a ghostwriter. Not today. Not today, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> and uh, uh, I've worked on many books. Uh, I worked in true crime for a long time. I was a journalist for some papers for a long time. And now I work in comics. Nice. Nice. So what are some projects that you've worked on that people can go out and buy? Right now, Nothing. No, uh, projects that I've worked on. <laughs> uh, I worked on a book, uh, uh, some books that I'm allowed to say that I've worked on is a, is a better question. Uh, I worked on a book yeah. called Headshot by Burl Bear. In fact, I've worked on as Burl's advisor in true crime in forensics for almost 20 years now. Oh, dang, nice. And other pinnacle books as well. So uh, any, any of those crime books, my name might pop up in the book, usually quoted. Nice, uh, nice. And then uh, you can't buy Robo Girls anymore. It's impossible to find. And uh, your Ions book, I wrote some stuff for you. Yep, some fantastic stuff. Some of my favorite uh, favorite stories. Oh, thank you. Uh, we did Black Hand in that one. Yeah, I had to remember. 
Yep. It was, uh, I remember I, my favorite, not just to derail this whole thing, but my favorite part about you writing that story was our, us going back and forth while you were writing it and you like, you trying to get more pages and bringing it down and putting more pages back into the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you got to cut it down. And you're like, no, no, put it back, put it back. Put it back. Yeah. We lost the point of the story. Go back. More pages, more yeah. pages. <laughs> Uh, it was a challenging story, but I loved the World War atmosphere, one atmosphere, which is weird because I, I had two choices when I was deciding that. Yeah, that ghost story as a basis, or the uh, the Spanish flu. Oh, was the other basis the Spanish flu causing to be a, a way of hiding a zombie invasion? Yeah, oh, uh, I'm glad I did idea. not choose the Spanish flu. Uh, well direction i think the world war one came out great great we had the the amazing you know, greg warren check do the the art for that i did the inks for that and then um uh you know it came out it came out looking so beautiful i can't wait for everybody out there to see that that story and and the rest of the book too but i i'm proud of that story because i did the inks for it so you know i'm happy with that <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey and uh you got ron randall who got to pick a story yes. to pick that one he did yep. that great piece oh uh, i Is have that in the book it's it, it'll be in the book yeah i have i have the original art for that i'm, I'm it's not on my wall right now because i just I'm still sitting at my office, but it's going to be on my wall by my desk. The original art for that. Awesome. And then I did a, and then I'm working on Starlight with uh, Greg Smith and Brett Wadelli. Yep. Yep. What's uh, the Greg what, does a, What's the pitch okay. for that one? Go ahead, go ahead and give us the pitch for Starlight. Oh, uh, <clears throat> the pitch. It's about two uh, teenage former child superheroes uh, trying to find their way back into normalcy when they are suddenly uh, kidnapped by. Space pirate cats on behalf of transdimensional spider wizards. Transdimensional spider wizards. Transdimensional spider wizards. Every comic has them. Do they have hats? Do they have what? Do they have hats? Wizard hats. Oh my gosh, no! But they do the video, <laughs> like the team that did our promo video for Kickstarter. Put the little hat comes on the spider, <laughs> the wizard hat. I was dying, dude. Uh, oh, so good. You, you got, saw the video. Didn't I, I, you? I, I I love the video. It's it made me laugh so much. <laughs> yeah, that's going so, on. Yeah, that's, that's going a, on Kickstarter soon, right? Yeah, that's a Starlight Comic. Dot is it Kickstarter? Starlight Starlight Comic Kickstarter. Oh man, I'm gonna have to check that. But yeah, yeah, it's gonna be on Kickstarter. Uh, it's submitted now, uh, but it will. Uh, it's got about ten days of review. Yeah, yeah. So uh, about eight or nine days. We should be able to put a, a real hard date out soon. But it's StarlightKickstarter.com. Perfect. And we'll there'll, be, there, so. there'll be a link to that down the show notes for everybody else for everybody to click on too to go check it out. It's a, it, yeah. the, the book looks fantastic. The art looks great. I've read the scripts for it. I love the scripts for it. I think it's I think it's a great story. So yeah, it's it's, it's extremely weird. It, it, and weird is good. Weird is good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I think, did I t- say this on your other podcast where they asked me to write a story? They said I had to put a raver in it. I said, no. No. Well, that's how that started. Brett said, you know, I'm ready to do a comic. We've been friends for years, right? He's, we met actually when I was still at William Morris and stuff. And he was like, I'm ready to do a comic with you. And he says, you know, I really like this idea that you had way back in the day, but can you put a raver in it? And I said, No. I'm not putting ravers in my comic, and now there's a raver in it. <laughs> well, I mean, it, 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 it makes sense for the comic, you know, if you read it. You know, it does, but, you know, I don't know. Have you – well, I'll say it to your readers. we When we brought the pitch out, Greg, uh, me, and, and Brett have really strong contacts in the industry of publishers, editors, and so forth. So we went out, and we did get some interest in it, but one of the things that came up in almost every pitch meeting – was we love the comic, we love the characters, we love the premise, we think it can sell, we think it can be big, but you can have sex, you can have drugs, you can have violence, you can have gore, but you can't have all that and have a raver. That makes no sense to me because it's kind of like that- Mind that, blown. That aspect of her character kind of helps make who she is, so. Right, right. She's not just a raver because we wanted to have a raver. I mean, I that was the reason I said no originally. It was like, I'm not having a raver just to have a raver. Right. Right. It's got to be a reason. It's, it's a it's a, it's part of her arc. It's part of her existence. There's a reason she's is she is the way she is, and there's a reason she changes the way she is. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. So yeah. do you have any shows you're going to be at that people can come see at since they couldn't see at Emerald City Comic Con? Well, I was going to be at Emerald City. Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> Besides that one, <laughs> uh, unlike everybody else, though, I don't I don't get booked out that much because I, I I work in the background. So if I'm at a show, it's usually you know in the back having dinner with somebody or seven lunches. Yeah. So I think upcoming wise, uh, I might show up to Rose city. Uh, I got to talk to Brett cause I usually tag along with him. 
Um, I for sure will be at San Diego. I'm at San Diego every year. That's where I get most of my gigs. That's a fun. Uh, show. That's a fun show. Yeah, I pack up all. I you know I pack on about twenty pounds because to get a gig, basically everybody schedules you to go out and eat. Oh yeah, you eat so much doing that stuff. So you're like, okay, I got lunch with this guy from this group, and this guy from this group, and this guy from this group. And the three different lunches at three different places. <laughs> you know, so. I mean, there's, yeah, there's, so, there's worse things to do in San Diego than eat good food. Oh, uh, yeah. That's all I do, though. <laughs> right, right. Oh, there's that, there's that uh, Italian place I go to. I can't remember the name of it, but I go there every year. No, but, um, yeah, other than that, I can't think of any. I think we. Uh, I think Greg and I and Brett have started planning to go together to events and to uh, shops over the summer, but everything kind of got halted when ECC got halted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why we're doing, so that's, that's we're, why I'm doing this episode for everybody to, who's affected that wanted to be involved to help spread the word of who is going to be there. So people can find it, find you online and stuff like that. So yeah. yeah. Well, Travis, I appreciate you coming on, talk to me for a few minutes to, to spread the, the lovely word of, of, of web. And um, I look forward to having you come back on soon to talk more about starlight. Awesome, man. Thanks for helping us out. <laughs> All right, we're back. We're back. So that was fun. I love doing these things. There's a lot to do. It's been a very, very busy week for us here at Spoiler Country, but I, I, I couldn't imagine not doing something like this to help out. <laughs> this is like literally uh, the last 30 episodes. <laughs> Folks, this is the most John has talked. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> That's, That's not, good. It's not entirely true. I talked a lot on the episode with Sophie Ansel, which aired just before this episode. It was in, uh, in this morning's episode. What was the episode that you edited and you like, I talked, I said 15 words. I counted. <laughs> Uh, that would be the episode coming out on Monday, which is uh, Joe Michael Trudzinski, where I said, like, I think I said a grand total of like 14 words in the entire thing, <laughs> not counting intro outro. Oh. And that's why I was like, I should talk more. Oh, sad clown. <laughs> there you guys go. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Like we said at the beginning, go check out part one of this, which is the Emerald City Comic Con has been postponed because of COVID. So we got together with a bunch of creators and a bunch of artists to kind of. You know, try to help them out a little bit because it costs a lot of money for people to put this thing on and and to get into the con and then to set everything up and then to have everything kind of pulled out from underneath them through no fault of any any one person. It's a big deal. So yes. we're just trying to give back. So part one's available. Part three's coming out tomorrow. Yep, yep. And part three tomorrow. Part four on something as we said in the first one if for some reason more people come to us and want to do it we'll do we'll do something the ones down the road if anybody wants to come on and say hey i was affected i need help and we'll say, cool, come on talk about your stuff there you go all right guys don't forget to open the mind and read more